0: Hi there, this is Jacob Msiba, the Senior Pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. So there is a, there's a theme for the term. The theme for the term is oneness. And we have a theme for the month of June which is one spirit. The reason why we have a theme for the month, which is oneness, it is because that is what God wants to achieve through his church here on earth. Because there is one body, there is one spirit, there is one hope, there is one Lord, there is one faith, and there is one baptism, and there is one God. So in the month of June... We are talking about one spirit. Somebody say one spirit. spirit. So it's just that we have received one spirit and we have received from the same spirit. I've been saying that it's a game changer to receive this spirit because each and every one of us, it doesn't matter who we are, it doesn't matter where we come from, it doesn't matter what do we have and what do we not have. But the fact that we... Drink from the same spirit. The fact that we are filled with the same spirit levels the ground. Amen. Hallelujah. Levels the ground. It doesn't matter your background. This spirit is without measure, says the, says the Bible. So then we can be able to draw from him as much as we want and our lives can be changed and our lives can be transformed. Somebody say amen. amen. And the title of our message this morning is the sevenfold spirit. The sevenfold spirit. We have one spirit but he manifests himself in seven Ways he manifests himself in many ways, but this um, uh, this evening, um, please forgive me if I say this morning. I'm not even going to correct myself because this is rather a very unusual setup (laughs) for us at Builders Church. Amen. So if I say this morning, just say Amen. Uh, 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 Even more than (laughs) even more than any other point, if you hear me say this morning, just say Amen. Just to encourage me to say it's okay. Very joy comes in the morning. So whenever we are joyful, it's the morning. Ah, somebody did not get that one. (laughs) Because we are joyful in the presence of the Lord, it's the morning, even though it's after five, but it's the morning. Hallelujah. So that was just so that I'm justified. If I say this morning, hallelujah. Now we are talking about the seven Manifestations of the Spirit of God. It's one Spirit, but He manifests Himself in these ways that we are going to be talking about this evening. And I want us to understand that He is not seven spirits, but He is one Spirit who manifests Himself in seven ways. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. So He is the same Spirit, but He manifests Himself in these seven ways. And it depends. On how we respond to these manifestations of the Holy Spirit that will determine what are we going to be able to forge as oneness in our midst. Because if we respond in a negative way and we do not respond in the way that uh, he manifests himself, maybe we we then uh, uh, forge oneness in something that does not come from the Spirit of God. Because we can be one in wrongness. So it is important to know and understand how does he manifest himself so that then we can forge oneness based on his manifestations so that then we do not find ourselves being one in what is wrong, being one and united in what is contrary to what the Holy Spirit would want us to be one in. Somebody say amen. Because as we are busy, Talking about the unity of faith, the unity in the church and oneness in the church of Jesus Christ. We also need to understand that we need to be one in a correct thing. Mm. Not one in wrong things. Somebody say amen. Amen. So now uh, you will see that uh, the menorah, there is a peace that was found in in, in in inside the tabernacle. You will know that there are many pieces that you will find. Umfundisi taught us a, 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 a long time ago. Uh, we had a series of the tabernacle of Moses. It was a beautiful series and he taught us. And uh, I, That's the story for another day. But this is one of the pieces that you find in the tabernacle in the Holy of Holies. You would find pieces of furniture. You will find the Ark of the Covenant and so on and so forth, but this is one of the pieces, this is called the menorah, and this was a lampstand whereby they were able to find illumination, whereby they were able to find light through this menorah, through this uh, lampstand, and it has got seven shafts, but then there is one central shaft that will then... uh, uh, help all the other three to burn the oil. It was not a candle, but it was a lamp. It it, it would give light uh, uh, through the oil. So it is not a candle. That is why even you and I are not supposed to uh, uh, light our lives while we are burning ourselves. Because when you are using a candle, you will know we have load shedding. Yes. If, you are, if you are using a candle, you will see that as it gives you light, it consumes itself. So the reason why God would want us to flow in the spirit, the reason why God would want us to flow by the reason of the anointing, which is the oil, it is because as it burns, it lights, but it does not consume itself. So these things, the oil will be inside, but they are not consumed. As the oil uh, keeps giving the light this is not consumed because it's a lamp. It's not a candle. Somebody say amen. So we need as vessels just like this piece of furniture to always have the oil so that then it's the oil that burns and we refill it without us getting ourselves without us getting consumed ourselves so we need the oil to keep the light without us getting consumed now the 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 beautiful thing about being anointed by God is that he wants us to humble ourselves when God does not uh, uh, anoint people who are not humbled God does not Anoint people who cannot humble themselves. For us to carry the anointing, we need to be humble. There's something that said this morning uh, at the Pinoni campus. So believe you me, I started at the Pinoni campus and then took a flight to come and preach tonight. Amen. So he was preaching and he said, the reason why you must humble yourself In order for God to anoint you greatly. It is because the anointing is poured. It is not thrown. If you are high and mighty. The anointing will not reach you. Because it is not thrown. But it is poured. Even on the lampstand it was poured. Because the priest was higher than the lampstand. And when they are pouring the oil. They were pouring it. Inside the lamb stand. They did not throw it. The oil will be wasted if it is thrown. That's why it is poured. So you need to be humble. Need to be a vessel that is humble. For you to carry the oil, you must be a vessel that is humble. Don't be the kind of a Christian that is very, very high. High up there. And in most cases, it is even our gifts. The gifts that comes from the one who wants to anoint us for the gifts. That causes us to think we are higher than the giver of the gift. And then we flow and flow and flow, not knowing that it is no longer a lampstand, but it is a candle. As we flow, as we are being used, as we are doing everything that we are doing, as we run, we are busy consuming ourselves. And as the time goes, we then wonder, how come? Am I feeling like this? How come am I bent out? How come I feel like this Christianity life or this calling thing is not good for me? It is because you are now high and mighty and the anointing cannot be thrown. The candle that you are is busy being consumed. Somebody say amen. So that is the menorah. Turn with me to the book of Revelations chapter number 4. Verse number five, the Bible says, Out from the throne came flashes of lightning and rumblings and pearls um, and peals of thunder, and in front of the throne seven blazing torches burned, which are the seven spirits of God, the sevenfold Holy Spirit. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. It says, The sevenfold. Holy Spirit, and this message was prepared before the, e- the earthquake, so please, uh, the rumblings are not from the earthquake, so it was prepared before the earthquake. Somebody say, amen. amen. Hallelujah. So, as I said earlier on, it does not mean that uh, the Holy Spirit is seven, but he is one. It's just that he manifests himself uh, in sevenfold. Now, I just want us to look at Um, the book of Isaiah chapter number 11, verse number 1 and verse number 2, whereby we will see uh, how Jesus was anointed and how it is then also going to be applicable to us as the ones who are now here on earth as the ones who are called by him how do we then uh, uh, take advantage of these seven manifestations of the spirit that was upon Jesus and now is upon us and his church somebody say amen. amen so in the book of Isaiah chapter number 11 verse number 1 to verse number 2 the Bible says there shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse and a branch shall grow out of the roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of God. Somebody say amen. Amen. Now number one, it is the spirit of the Lord. So in other words, the spirit of the Lord, when we are called by God, because each and every one of us, are called by God. It may be to different spheres of influence, but we are all called by God. It's not limited to pastors or the fivefold ministry uh, uh, as it is, laid out in the book of Ephesians, but each and every one of us as the children of God, we are called by God to different spheres of influence. And for us to be able to function in those callings where God has called us to, we need to understand that we must have the Spirit of God upon us. How much more about us if Jesus himself being God, for him to be able to fulfill the calling that God God had over his life here on earth. He was supposed to have all of these seven manifestations of the Holy Spirit in operation in his life so that he can be able to fulfill the purpose of God for his life. So that he can be able to fulfill the assignment that God had given him to come here on earth and die for my sins and for your sins. Jesus, I believe as a man who came here on earth was not going to be able to execute the calling that God had bestowed upon him unless the Holy Spirit was upon him. So the, the 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 reason for us to entreat the Holy Spirit, the reason for us to want the Holy Spirit to always be upon us and in us, to walk with us in each and everything that we are called to do is not a new thing. In fact, it is something that is such an advantage advantage to us and it was an advantage to jesus himself and we said it is the spirit of the lord and this is the holy spirit listen to what the bible says in the book of luke chapter number four verse number 18 it says the spirit of the lord is upon me this is jesus speaking here he says the spirit of the lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he has sent me to heal the broken-hearted, to proclaim liberty to the captive, to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. This is Jesus here saying the reason why I am going to be able to do all of these things that I am called to do, it is because the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. So this is the Spirit that announces you in your calling. This is the Spirit that then says you are called for this and this and this. This is the Spirit that says, hear ye this one. Because he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me. And then he begins to count his job description. Yeah. Every assignment and every calling has a job description. And unless the spirit of the Lord is upon you, the job description will not respond to you. The reason why the job description responded to Jesus, it was because the spirit of the Lord Was upon him. So, in other words, the spirit of the one who controls things is upon him. The spirit to control the things that you are supposed to work with is upon you. The spirit to control the world of business is upon you. The spirit for you to be able to control the world of your career is upon you. The problem that we have in most cases is that what we do is we limit the spirit of the Lord to what we do at church. We limit the spirit of the Lord to the experience of the goosebumps and the crying, which is good. It is is another manifestation of the spirit of God. However, the spirit of the Lord is able to go with you to your career. Is able to go with you to your business. Is able to do the assignment that God has. you, You are able to do the assignment that God has given you by the spirit. Somebody say, Amen. Listen to what the Bible says um, in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter number 3, verse number 17. It says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So there is freedom for you to do what God has called you to do if the Spirit of the Lord is upon you. You need to contend for the Spirit of the Lord To come upon you so that you can be announced when you are announced everyone wants to know who you are when you are announced there are those who are not going to listen to you but as soon as you are announced they will then sit down and listen there are people who are never announced and therefore even if they are there it's as if they are not there but when you have been announced just like Jesus, when he came out of the baptism of John the Baptist, the Bible says the heavens were opened, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. And then there was a voice that came from heaven that says, "This is my Son in whom I am well, I am well pleased." And then he says, "Hear him." That was the announcement by reason of the spirit of the Lord that was upon him. He was announced so that even any principality, any force that may try to hinder him from the assignment that he was supposed to do, they had nothing on him by reason of the announcement that was done by the spirit that was upon him. I don't want you to go to your business without being announced by the spirit of the Lord. I don't want you to go and do your work in your career without being announced. By the Spirit of the Lord. I don't want us to do church without us being announced by the Spirit of the Lord. So it is important that we contend for this Spirit to come upon us and announce us to say, Hear ye Him. Because there is a dimension in the Spirit that is called, Hear ye Him. And nothing can stand before you because you have been announced. To say this one is worthy to be listened to. We are sleeping on our power. The spirit of the Lord upon us. The one that announces us. To say this one I have called to heal Christ. This one I have called to the teaching world. This one... I have called to the educational sector. This one, I have called to the business sector. This one, I have called to the uh, whatever sector that you can think of. Why? You are being announced. Somebody say amen. Number two, the spirit of wisdom. Because there is wisdom, but then there is the spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom is when the Holy Spirit makes you wise. Especially even in knowing God. He makes you wise in what you do. He makes you wise in your life. He makes you wise. He is is not talking about intelligence, but he is talking about wisdom. That he pours his wisdom upon you. And the Bible says there is wisdom that is from above. And that wisdom is pure. Because that wisdom has got nothing to do with your educational background. That wisdom says you are able to make out between right and wrong. That wisdom says you are able to make decisions that are in line with the will of God for your life. That wisdom says you are able to make good decisions that are going to take you forward in life. Have you ever seen people who are book clever, but they lack wisdom? You are, you are wondering, but this person is intelligent. But this person is learned. This person has got many degrees. Even the Celsius belong to the them. However, when it comes to life, everyday life, when they are supposed to apply wisdom in their lives, why? They lack the spirit of wisdom. When you carry the spirit of wisdom, you are able to make even hard decisions. When others don't know what to do, then you hear the small voice saying, this is the way walk in it somebody say amen listen to what the bible says in the book of ephesians chapter number one verse number 17 it says that the god of our lord jesus christ the father of glory may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him in other words you will know god not and on the basis Of maybe someone has told you about him, but you will know God in the the basis of being able to help you decide in life. Even there is a scripture that says that a wise woman builds her house with her own hands, but a foolish one is able to destroy it just like that with her own hands as well. So the hands does what the wisdom says the hands does what foolishness says so it, you are, you must not be the kind of a person who is going to rely on what your hands is going to do because your hands will always follow either the wisdom or the foolishness so that is why it is important that we inquire from God from time to time it is important Then we ask God for the spirit of wisdom to come upon us because this sevenfold spirit of God is available for each and every one of us so that we can be able to fulfill purpose. He does not come as the spirit of the Lord and as the spirit of wisdom just so that we can be seen as people who are able to do one, two, three, and four, but he gives him to us so that then we can be able to fulfill his purposes for our lives. So if God wants want you to build your home as a woman, then you must contend for this wisdom because, it's, it, because the Bible says you can either destroy it with your hands through foolishness or through the wisdom you can build it. So anything that needs to be built requires wisdom. Be it your marriage, be it your career, be it your business, Your life, even as an individual, building your life requires wisdom. And therefore, it is important that we don't just stop at the first level of acquiring wisdom. But we must go further to having and carrying the spirit of wisdom. Because when you carry the spirit of wisdom, even under pressure... Tremendous pressure. You are supposed to make a critical decision. But by reason of the spirit that you carry, you don't have to go and pray. But because you carry the spirit of wisdom, you are here supposed to make a decision there and then. There is no time for you to go fast and pray. It requires you to draw from the spirit of wisdom that you carry. But if you don't carry the spirit of wisdom, you will not be able to make a sound and a wise decision even when you are under pressure. So it is important that we go for the spirit of wisdom because the spirit of wisdom will cause us to be wise even if we don't want to be wise. Let me tell you something. If you carry a certain spirit, even if you don't want to do that thing, the spirit that you carry causes you to do it. Let me give you an example. If you are a person who has lived so much amongst people who are stingy, people who don't give, people who are not generous, the impartation of that spirit comes upon you. Ordinarily, you are a very generous person. Even from your home, your mom used to make you share with other children. Your mom makes, you used to make you share with uh, maybe even the neighbors or whatever the case may be but then you expose yourself to the spirit of stinginess and then it affected you and then you carry it so wherever you go even if you want to do something that is contrary to that even if you want to give you can't give because the spirit of stinginess is in operation it's upon you same with the spirit of wisdom if it comes upon you And you allow the spirit of God to manifest himself through the spirit of wisdom in your life. No matter what decision you are supposed to make, no matter how cornered you can be, there will be no time for you to go and maybe even pray or maybe go and fast or whatever the case may be. But you will be able there and then by reason of the spirit that you carry to be able to make the correct decision. Somebody say amen. Amen. Hallelujah number 3 the spirit of understanding the spirit of understanding helping you to know what is what is it that god has called you for the lack of spirit or the lack of the spirit of understanding will make you lose hope If you don't understand what is God doing in your calling, if you don't understand what is it that God wants to do in and through your life, if we don't understand, even as the church, what is it that God has said to us, if we don't understand the scope of our calling, we will lose hope. We will be discouraged. We will not know what to do because when God gives you a vision, when God gives you his calling upon your life, when God shows you his purpose uh, for your life, he goes backwards instead of doing what he has showed you. God is able to show you something that is complete and then do the opposite. Just after you were jumping and very happy that here is what God is going to do in my life. Everything is going to be beautiful. Here is a complete picture. I once had somebody say, when God speaks to us, he speaks to us as if he is speaking to himself. Because he knows that he will get you there. So when he says, this is where you are going, he shows you the end results. He does not show you the journey. But the spirit of understanding will cause you to enjoy the journey because you understand that the fact that he has started from backwards It does not mean he's going to end you there there is a place for you and there is a finished product that God has for you in your calling, in your life and in whatever it is that is his purpose for your life. There is an end product and in most cases God shows us this end product. Sometimes I wonder why does he show us? Why doesn't he just show us one step at a time so that we know that okay, or no, I'll be able to move from this point A to this point B and I'm I know for me to maneuver, to get to point B, this is how I am going to walk. But God does not show you point A to point B. God shows you the finished product. God shows you the puzzle being together, a picture that is perfect. Only to find that he then starts you from the beginning. But let me tell you something this morning. If you have the spirit of understanding, you will always have hope because there will always be hope for your calling. You will always know that there is something bigger than what I am going through. There is something bigger than what I see today. There is something bigger than what I am experiencing today. And you will know that God is at work in your life. And you will know that God does these things not because he does not like you. Not because he does not want to prosper you. Not because he does not want you to achieve what he has shown you. But he does all of these things. So that that then you are sustained when you get to the bigger picture because sometimes when you get to the stage where you are supposed to be after the training but you go there before the training you will not be able to be sustained in your highest level and what i have realized with god is that what he does he will show you a place that is so beautiful that is so far he will show you a place where he's taking you to he will show you the bigger picture and this bigger picture is so beautiful and then it's as if he stretches you he takes you to the back but now this analogy I love the most because I always take it upon myself when I see that God this is not what you said you have called me for this does not look like the picture that I saw, this does not look like the vision that you have given me, however I know many of us may have played with the sling before but the more you pull the sling back the feather the stone is going to go if you are not willing to be stressed back as if things are not happening as if you are not gonna get to the place where you have seen, as if you are not going to fulfill this vision as if this purpose is not gonna be made in, in and through your life as if things are no longer going to be like what God has shown you in your visions in your dreams in the times of the quiet times that you have had with god but i want you to know that sometimes the stretching is just so that you can go further the going back is just so that you can go even further so don't fret don't worry when it's as if it's going back instead of going forward because the the more back you go the further you shall go when he releases you to the place of your fulfillment. There is a place of your fulfillment, but it requires the spirit of understanding because you can easily give up on the way when you are being stretched as though God is going back with you instead of going forward with you. But God, I saw the picture on the other side. How come are we starting from the other end? How come are we starting from the back? Because what I saw is in the front. What I saw is on top. How come am I at the bottom right now the spirit of the of the spirit of understanding will cause us to know and understand that it's not the end of the day it's not the end of what he has called us for no matter how rough it can get but the end product is coming the picture that I saw I shall experience listen to what the Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter number one verse number 18 it says The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That you may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. So if our eyes of understanding are not enlightened, if we do not have the spirit of understanding, we will not know what is the hope of our calling. That is why you will find people today This is what they are doing. And if it's not working, they are jumping the ship. They are going to the next one. And if that one does not work, they are jumping the ship. They are going to the next one. You can easily even think you are not called for what God has called you for by reason of not understanding. But if you have the spirit of understanding in operation in your life, you will know that no matter what in my knower, I know this is what God has called me for. And these are the operations of God. This is how God operates the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know the hope of his calling. There is the hope for your calling, but for you to be able to access the hope for your calling, for you to be able to access the hope for your business, for you to be able to access the hope for your ministry, for you to be able to access the hope for your career, the eyes of your understanding must be enlightened. Otherwise you will think that, no, I'm not called for this. No, I am not going to be able to make it through whatever it is that I am supposed to make it through by reason of not understanding how God operates. How God works. You know, God can call you and then, I beg a piece. Having called you for real. And then he just ignores you like nobody's business, as if he does not even know you. And yet he showed you great and marvelous things. And yet he showed you a picture that is so perfect, as if you are hanging on the chandeliers. Only to find that when he begins to work in you, it's as if he does not even know you, let alone has he spoken to you. And you are here saying, Lord, but... uh, I was minding my business. Yes, it's it's me. Come on, it's me. We were talking. You showed me. So now what is going on here? He ignores you. But if you lack understanding and your eyes are not enlightened with the spirit of understanding, you will let go of your inheritance because you have no hope. Hopelessness can cause you to lose your inheritance And hopelessness comes by reason of not understanding what is it that God is doing in and through your life. Somebody say amen. Amen. Number four, the spirit of counsel. Also understanding can come by counsel. Counsel leads us to God's purposes for our lives. Some of us shy away from counsel. Some of us are always right in our own eyes. Some of us are always Talking to ourselves. Mfundisi this morning said, if you talk to yourself, you become crazy. In such a way that he even made an example to say, when you go to the mall and you find somebody just talking to themselves, pacing up and down, talking to themselves, everyone will be concerned to say, is everything okay with this person? Why? Because they are talking to themselves. But sometimes we don't verbalize, but we are always talking to ourselves. There is no one else who has the right and the privilege to be let in by you into your affairs for counsel. But God says we must carry the spirit of counsel. We must be those who are comfortable asking for counsel. Counsel from God and counsel from others. Because sometimes you will not be able to see the perspective That someone else will be able to see. Some of us don't even want to be shown perspective because we are always right in our own sights. And I want us to know this evening that if we want to be right, to be always right in our own sights, we will go down and never fulfill the purposes of God for our lives because there will always be someone who will see a better perspective than you. But if you are always talking to yourself, you are advising yourself, you are discouraging yourself, you are encouraging yourself, you are are your own counsel, you you are your own everything. No one is allowed to give you counsel. No one is allowed. Even God himself, even when you pray, you don't even ask him to give you counsel. You say, Lord, do one, two, three, and four. And if he does not do it, Then you start, you don't come to church, or maybe you are like, okay, we we move. I'm going to do what I see fit. Why? Because you don't even want him to give you counsel. Some of us are not even, like, even when God starts with the smallest sentence ever, we run. We don't want to hear what it is that he wants to say. Because we are right in our own eyes. We want to be... Right by ourselves But the spirit of counsel Needs to come upon us Listen to what the Bible says Proverbs chapter number 19 verse number 21 says There are many Devices in a man's heart Nevertheless nevertheless, The counsel of the Lord That shall stand Proverbs 20 verse number 5 Says counsel In the heart of a man Is like deep water But a man of understanding will draw it out. So counsel is always there. But it's only a man with understanding who will draw out counsel. No one will impose themselves to counsel you. No one will impose themselves to advise you. Even God himself, he loves you so much, but he will not be able to, uh, uh, to hinder you from what you want to do. Because if you are determined to do what you want to do, God cannot do anything because you did not allow him in in as far as counseling you is concerned. You don't want him to counsel you, but then the streams of counsel will always be there. It's a man of understanding who will be sensible enough to draw from the streams of counsel, from God and from others. Even the leaders, the spiritual leaders, Tinage, we've been in the ministry for a long time, 18 years, 19 years in the ministry. You will see somebody coming to you to just tell you that this is the best thing that I have done. Only to find that you can see that this person is just going down the drain. But there is nothing you can do because they've done it already. There is no spirit of counsel upon their lives. They don't want to be counseled. They they don't open themselves up for counsel. Find someone that you can trust, even in your marriage. There must be counsel. You will never be able to see 360. There must be someone who covers your six, who says, be careful of this. This can be done better. This can be done better. Why? Because you carry the spirit of counsel. But if you don't carry the spirit of counsel, you will close yourself off, anyone else, even God himself. And you will end up making wrong decisions in your life. Five, the spirit of might. This is the spirit that comes upon you to make you strong. Gives you spiritual strength, not motivation, but strength in your core strength spiritual strength that when whatever that you have had does not come back to your mind or even if it comes back you can't apply it but the spirit of might can kick in your life and you get supernatural strength when everyone else around you is tired everyone else around you wonders how come you are able to stand But you know that having done all to stand, you are able to stand therefore by by reason of your spiritual strength because then you are strengthened from your core. You are not strengthened from your mind. Some people love motivation because it helps them up. It gives them the, the, the kick in the mind only to find that it evaporates in just a few months, in just a few weeks, in just a few days. But the spiritual strength, the strength in your spirit, the spirit of might when it comes upon you, you are able to stand even the test of time. You are able to do things that other people are wondering. How are you able to do such things? Maybe even with such less resources than them, but it is by reason of the spiritual strength that you carry. The strength that comes by the spirit of might that comes from the Lord, that comes from the spirit of God, that comes from the Holy Spirit Himself, And I'm praying that each and every one of us here, under the sound of my voice, if you're feeling tired, if you're feeling weary, if you're feeling as though you don't have the strength to go on, let me tell you, you don't need motivation. You need spiritual strength. You don't need somebody who's going to psych you up in your mind so, so that you can think you can be able to make it, but you need the spiritual strength that will keep you on the way, that when the journey becomes tough, the spiritual strength will kick in and everyone will think you are about to fall only to find that joy comes in the morning and then in the morning they find you dancing how come you are dancing well there is turmoil in your life how come you are dancing while the things that everyone can see are not going well in your life it is by reason of the spiritual strength that I carry it is the spirit the spirit of might that is upon my life by reason of the Holy Ghost, the spirit of might causes me to be able to be strengthened within my core. Strength. Strength. Strength to go on. Even when things don't look like they are going to be better. Even when your business does not look like it will ever work. Even when your career does not look like it's taking any step higher in the corporate ladder. Even when things are not going well right in the inside of you. Let me tell you something. You don't need motivation. If That is why even when we we pray and when we preach, we are not motivating you, but we are invoking the spirit of might so that you are able to be strengthened within your core. And when you have passed through the waters, you wonder how did I even go through that? Because that was supposed to kill me. Because that was supposed to take me out. Because that was supposed to render me null and void in this purpose and in this calling. However, I am still standing. It is by reason of the spirit of might that is upon us. May every one of us receive the spirit of might. Ephesians, Ephesians chapter number 6 verse number 10 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong. Somebody say strong. Somebody say strong. Somebody say strong. Say I am strong. Say I am strong. And if we can leave it there, we can look as though we are arrogant. But listen to the next words, in the Lord. Uh, Strong in the Lord. Yes, with my own might, I can't do it. Yes, with my own ways, I cannot achieve it. Yes, with my own intellect, I cannot achieve it. Maybe I have even tried because I thought I was with it. But I can realize that with my own strength, I cannot do it. But then here, the, 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 the writer, uh, Paul here, then he begins to declare. He says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So your strength does not come from what you know. Your strength does not come from who you are. But your strength comes from being in the Lord and in the power of his might. So be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And that's the only way you can then be able to stand the test of time when the spirit of might is upon you. Number six, the spirit of knowledge. This is the spirit of revelation. The Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter number 2, verse number 10, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit. We can easily not know what we have from God, what we have in God, if we don't allow the spirit to reveal them to us. The spirit of knowledge revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things Yes, the deep things of God. So if you don't want to be shallow in your walk with God, if you don't want to be shallow in the purpose that God has called you for, you need to contend for the spirit of knowledge, for it to come upon you, so that then the spirit that searches the deep things of God can cause you to know the deep things of God. And then verse number 11 says, For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him. So if you want things that are in God, his spirit is the go-to person. The spirit of knowledge. Then you will know deep down in your knower that God wants this for you. Some of us are tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine because we do not know. The spirit of knowledge is is not upon us. We do not know We do not have the revelation of who God is and what is it that he wants to do in and through our lives. But there is the spirit of knowledge, the spirit that reveals the deep things of God so that we can fulfill our purpose, so that we can know what God, what is it that God has for us. Listen to what the Bible says in the book of Hosea, chapter number four, verse number six, it says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So sometimes you are not destroyed because you don't have money. Sometimes you are not destroyed because you are broke. Sometimes you are not destroyed because things are not going well in your life. But you are destroyed because you don't know. But only if there can be knowledge of what is it that is in store for you, you can then be able to go for it. There is no one who goes for things that they don't know are there. So the spirit of knowledge comes upon you and helps you To be able to to have that kind of a revelation to say this is what God has in store for me. So I am suffering and there is no need for me to suffer because this is what God has for me. There are things that are hidden for us but not from us. It takes the spirit of knowledge that we can be able to have them revealed to us. Thank you. To have them revealed to us. They are there for us but they are hidden for us not from us, it takes us to search for them, it takes us to go for them, it takes us to contend, to want them to come into our lives, but it only comes through the spirit of knowledge because I already know that this is what God wants for me, it doesn't matter who says what to me, if you come to me just like now and say, God has a will for your life and his will is for you to be poor. I will rebuke you like I'm rebuking the devil. There's something that I know. There's something that I know. The spirit of knowledge causes you to know what is hidden for you, not from you. Because if it is not hidden for you, anyone can access it. So the reason why it is concealed, the reason why it is hidden for you, it is so that it cannot be obvious to anyone because it belongs to you. So your job is to carry the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of revelation, that this thing is revealed to you, to say here is what belongs to you. And then you go for it. Somebody say "Amen." amen. Number seven, the spirit of the fear of the Lord. The spirit of the fear of the Lord teaches us to honor the Lord in every sense and in every way. When we carry the spirit of the fear of the Lord, it is not because God wants to punish us, but it is because we reverence him. It's not about being fearful to say there's something bad that he is going to do to us. But it is the spirit that we carry that says, God, you are Fearful to me. I don't want to even take you for granted. I fear you by reason of the love that I have for you. I reverence you. Amen. I don't fear you because you are going to punish me but I fear you because you are so good to me. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen because it is easy for us to live our lives and do things as though God does not exist. Because God is gracious, because God is kind, we can easily, if we do not carry the spirit of the fear of the Lord, we can take even grace to the extremes. The reason why people are taking grace to the extremes is because they don't carry the spirit of the fear of the Lord. They take grace to extremes and say, God is gracious and therefore I can do whatever I want to do. Even the things that he does not approve of me doing, I can do them because he is gracious. Why? We don't carry the spirit of the fear of the Lord. We don't reverence him. When we reverence him, we say, even though there are things that are permittable, yet they are not right for me. As Paul, this is permittable. Anyone who wants to do it can do it. But by reason of the spirit of the fear of the Lord, I choose not to do the things I am permitted to do because I know they might even cause me to get into a trap of doing what is not permittable for me to do. There are things that are permittable to do that can lead you to things that are not permittable to do. So the fear of the Lord, the spirit of the fear of the Lord will say, even though this is permutable, I'm not going to do it because it's a trap. It can get me to a place where I will not be in right standing with God. The spirit of the fear of the Lord. Somebody say amen. Amen. Listen to what the Bible says. I'm closing. It says um, in the book of Psalm chapter number 25, verse number 12, it says, who is the man that fears the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way he chooses. So there is a certain way for those who fear the Lord that you can be taught. In such a way that when you open the Bible, you see things that others don't see. The spirit of the Lord teaches you by reason of you fearing the Lord, by reason of you carrying the spirit of the fear of the Lord upon you. God can trust you with mysteries. He teaches you things because he has chosen to teach you those things by reason of the spirit of the fear of the Lord that you carry. And then it says, him shall he teach in the way he chooses. He himself shall dwell in Prosperity. 94 mule. Carry the spirit of the fear of the Lord. When you carry the spirit of the fear of the Lord, anything that God says you must do, you do. That's why you will prosper. And then it says, and his descendants shall inherit the earth. The secret of the Lord. The secret of the Lord. The secret of the Lord. Every man has got his own secrets. I pay a run, even KFC. Yes. <laughs> Every great and successful person has his own secrets. Mm-hmm. They have not tell everyone what he does to become what he is or to get the results that he has. Till today, Mr. KFC, know. nobody knows. They try with a. Uh, no, no, no. Ba society. They are chicken. What is that thing that they use? Ba society. There is that thing for crumbs that they use. Okay, Bazaran Nyangalili. Yes, yes. What is it? Southern fry. Yes, Mr. Ah, come on. Southern fry. Yes, thanks, Mr. David. Southern fry. They try and you southern fry and it looks like kfc, KFC. Yeah. but when you eat it it's not kfc it's not finger-licking, it's not finger-licking good <laughs> the man is all dead and buried yeah. but the inheritance of his secret oh, wow. is with his children yeah. the inheritance of his secret is with his children's children yeah. Why? Because he has a secret that he only revealed to those who fear him so God as well there are secrets that God has and he only reveals those secrets to those who fear him so if you want the recipe for prosperity from God if you want the recipe for anointing from God if you want the recipe for the higher heights in God if you want the recipe for that which God is able to do when the Bible says he can do exceedingly. abundantly abundantly, more than we can ever ask or think there is a secret to it and the bible says he reveals that secret to those who fear him so tonight i want us to contend for the spirit of the fear of the lord so that we can be able to have access to his secrets because every great man has got his own secrets even god himself he is able to keep secrets And only reveal those secrets to those who fear him. Here is the sevenfold spirit of God. This is the key to greatness. This is the key to fulfilling purpose as a church and as individuals. The purpose that God has for us. The purpose that God has given us, the destiny that God has laid before us. Here is the secret. Let us stand. We are praying. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Jesus. The secret of the Lord is with those who fear Him. And he will show them his covenant. Come on, begin to pray. And ask the spirit of God to manifest himself. As I was speaking, you could see where you lack. Some of us have not been doing well with wisdom. Some of us, we are doing things and we can see that we have not been announced in this calling. But the spirit of the Lord, when he comes upon you, when he manifests himself as the spirit of the Lord, you are announced in your purpose, you are announced in your destiny, you are announced in that which God has called you to do. And you are able to control principalities and forces. And you are able to command results just like Jesus did when the spirit of the Lord came upon him. The Holy Spirit is here. Ask him to manifest himself as the spirit of the Lord. As the spirit of wisdom. Some of us lack wisdom. Some of us are doing well with intelligence. But we are not wise enough to make decisions that are going to take us to higher heights. Decisions that are going to give us a good life. Decisions that are going to make our lives and our families what God wants them to be. Pray for the spirit of wisdom. Pray for the spirit of understanding. Pray for the spirit of counsel. The spirit of might. The spirit of knowledge. The spirit of the fear of the Lord. Oh Holy Spirit manifest yourself in our lives, in our callings, in this church. Manifest yourself, spirit of the living God. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.